0: Now let's join Holly Steffi and Red Velvet Media as we explore the inspirational worlds of music, media, and more.
1: me a
2: start a show. Welcome to Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio and today I have a very special guest with me, um, Raymond Francis, who has written a new book called Never Feel Old Again. So that goes with the song. That's such a great song and um, it's also Friday and it's also Good Friday for many people that are Celebrating it, um, no matter what your religion is, and actually not celebrating, observing it, I should say. Um... I want to send lots of love and blessings out to everyone and uh, hope that everyone has a wonderful Easter weekend. And so I have Raymond Francis in the studio, and we're going to bring him in, and we're going to talk a little bit about never feeling old again and um, his uh, own personal journey. Raymond, welcome to the show. How are you?
3: I'm terrific, thank you, and uh, thank you very much for inviting me. It's good to be here.
2: Oh, I'm so happy you're here Um, I love the title to the book, Never Feel Old Again. And for those that do not know about um, Raymond, he has also written other books. Um, Never Be Sick Again, Never Fear Cancer Again, and Never Be Fat Again. Um, And those are really cool books. And then you've also got your uh, site that we can get into a little bit more when we talk about supplements and things that can also, um, help to be a catalyst with us, which is Beyond Health. And let me give out your website real quick. It's if um, the first site is RaymondFrancisAuthor.com, and then we have the other site, which are the vitamins and supplements, which we're going to be talking about, which are really important. Which is BeyondHealth.com. And if you go there, you can actually look a little bit at um what raymond has done and uh, we're going to be talking in depth about that today um so raymond you basically started out with uh your own personal journey and created and wrote all these amazing books and have been such a, a great inspiration to so many and helped so many people in the world get better and healthier um why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about your own personal journey and how you came to be writing these books and stuff.
3: Well, I came to write them the hard way. <laughs>
2: yeah, I know. Um, I get yeah, that. Yeah,
3: almost died. Um, well, first of all, I'm a scientist by training. I'm a graduate mm-hmm. of MIT, and my background is in chemistry. Uh, but I went into the business world, and I was um, actually president of an international management consulting company When I started to slow down and I started to feel tired, Um, and actually fatigue is the number one complaint made to doctors in America. Number one Mm -hmm. complaint. Uh, They don't have, because when you start to get sick, um, one of the first things that goes is your ability to make high energy compounds. So if you're feeling, if you don't have lots of energy, it's because you're sick. But I went to my doctor. I complained about it. And my doctor did thousands of dollars worth of testing. And I came back for the next visit. And he sat there behind his desk. And he gleefully announced that I was in perfect health. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And I said, Doctor, if I'm in perfect health, how come I feel this way? And he said, you're getting older. And I said you know i 've never felt this way before in my life, and he said you 've never been this old before now This man was a Harvard Medical School professor at mm-hmm. the top of his profession, and yet he was clueless that a lack of energy means you are seriously ill, mm-hmm. and had no idea what it was all about and and uh, and it 's still that way in the medical profession they they are so poorly trained. Uh, they literally don't understand. They're clueless. If you don't have boundless energy, it's because you're sick. Now, that was mm-hmm. at age 48. Um, at age 48, I almost died. My my doctors said nothing more could be done for me, um, and that was because they gave me a drug, <laughs> and the drug poisoned my liver, and my liver died. But that's a long story. We won't go into it. Uh, so I was dying of liver failure, uh, the doctors said nothing could save me. Uh, at the last moment, I used my own knowledge of biochemistry to save my life. And uh, and I did save my life, but then it took me two years of hard work and, and learning to restore my health to where I could function uh, normally once again. So it was a long odyssey. And after it was over um, and having gone back to work, I kept asking myself questions. I kept asking, why did I get sick? How do you get sick? How do do you take a healthy person and make them a sick person? And if you have a sick person, how do you make them healthy again? I started asking these questions, and I started to get answers to the questions. And the answers were so profound, they just blew me away. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the more I studied it, and the more I learned, the more I realized that modern medicine really doesn't have any answers for us. They're really locked in another century. They're way behind the science. They really, you know, the doctor knows a lot. The problem is almost everything the doctor knows is wrong and has no basis in science. That's pretty shocking for most people. Um, But I can tell you that's the truth and that's the way it is. Only about fifteen percent of what the doctor knows has any basis in science and the rest is just woo-woo. And that's why it doesn't work. That's why doctors can't cure disease, because they don't know how. So I started looking at it and saying, Well, you know, I saved my life. But if I weren't a scientist, if I didn't know what I know, I would have died. So uh, what yeah, about I all those uh, Yeah Yeah, what about all those other people out there that don't know what I know, and that's why I started. I, I, I one time it, uh, I decided just going to devote the rest of my life to improving the health of the American people, and I quit everything. I, I just resigned from everything. I was even on the board of directors of a hospital. I resigned from everything, and uh, I started a radio show. I was uh, had a coast to coast radio show for sixteen years. Um, mm-hmm. I've been writing my books. And and what I'm trying to do is to make health simple. You see, health is almost infinitely complex. I mean, it is really complicated. Well, people can't deal with that. So what you've got to do, if you want to empower people to take care of themselves, you've got to make it simple. And that's what I do. That's what I do in my books. Now, my latest book, Never Feel Old Again, it's all about the fact that aging is a mistake, and it's a mistake that you shouldn't be making. Mm-hmm. But now you might sit there and say, "Well, wait a minute. How can aging be a mistake? You know, isn't that normal?" And the answer is, "Yeah, aging's normal, but not the way we age. You know, what we think of. Of, of you know, think about aging. What, what does it mean to you? you well, know, it means loss of function, ability." It means diseases of aging such as Alzheimer's and osteoporosis and arthritis and cancer. All these things don't have to happen. They shouldn't happen. They're happening because we're aging the wrong way. So aging this way is a mistake. And it's a mistake that we don't have to make. So we can teach people how Not to get old this way. So that when you do get old, you just get older, but you don't lose function. Now, look at myself. At age 48, I was dying. Um, I was so far gone that I could not move. I did not have the strength to move. I wanted to move my head one day when I was in bed. I could not move my head. That's how far gone I was. That's at age 48. Wow. I'm age 77 now. Mm-hmm. I have boundless energy, boundless energy. I am never tired. I just go, 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 go. I never get sick. Uh, my arteries are now down to age 22. My goal is to have the arteries of a teenager by the time I'm 80. And uh, in the past 28 years, I've had two health problems. Now, how many people 77 years old or even 28 years old can say they've had two health problems in the last 28 years? And my two problems were I had two colds. (laughs) If we could only,
2: if only, yep. Oh, real quick, let me give out our phone number. If anybody wants to call in and speak with... uh, Either myself or Raymond. It's three four seven six seven seven one zero three six. I'm sorry. Go back to that. See, so you've only had two colds. Well, wow, that's crazy. That's just.
3: That's... Well, it is crazy because you're not supposed to have any. Yeah. I have good excuses for my two colds. <laughs> you're not supposed to have any colds, and and a cold is a very serious disease. You never recover from it. It does permanent damage, and it ages you. So every time you get a cold, you become biologically older. You don't want Mm -hmm. to do that. You want to stay biologically younger. And that's the key. What you want to do, we're all aging chronologically, but what you want to do is you want to keep your biological age younger than your chronological age. Now, here I am, 77, but I've got the arteries of a 22-year-old. And the, the biggest disease killer in our society is cardiovascular disease, you know, heart yeah. attacks, strokes. Mm-hmm. So my probability of having a heart attack or stroke is that of a 22-year-old, not a 77-year-old. That's mm-hmm. where you want to be. You want to keep your biological age younger then your chronological age, and then you just feel fabulous. I feel fabulous. I, you know, I bounce out of bed in the morning like a piece of toast. I mean, just boop, you know, and, uh, and I just feel great. So um, anybody can do this. That's the good news. You don't have to suffer from these conditions. I mean, you don't have to suffer from arthritis. You don't have to suffer from Alzheimer's. You don't need a knee replacement, Uh, You unless you've been in an accident. uh, You don't need a hip replacement. You don't need any of these things. What Mm -hmm. you need to keep your body in good repair so that you last well over 100 years in perfect health, feeling terrific.
2: Oh, sure. No, totally. I agree with you and I I remember when you and I spoke before we did this interview and um, I shared some things with you and it's just amazing um how much nutrition meaning um, nu- nutrient um supplements and the stuff that you and I spoke about are very important um in helping us, so why don't you tell our listeners how you um what what did you do when you got sick and and how did you recover what what was the um, catalyst for that, and what, ha, when, how did that transpire into you writing the books and then coming out with all the, the nutrients, the things that our body needs, and stuff, and the quality well, also of them. I want sure, to talk about uh, that too because that's
3: so important. I, I had to learn how to eat a good diet, and, mm-hmm. um, and 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 the bottom line is this: you know, let, let's talk about not aging. You don't age when you keep your body in good repair. Now, you can go to a car show, see a car that's over 100 years old, looks new, runs like new. You can go out on the street, see a car that's 10 years old, ready for the junkyard. What's the difference? The difference is in the maintenance. It's how well you've maintained the car. Your body is the same way. It's how well you maintain your body. But here's the difference between the body and the car. Now, unfortunately, our doctors think the body is a car. So if you have a problem with your hip, they replace the hip. and, Mm -hmm. And that's what you do with your car. You replace the part. Wrong. Because the body, here's the secret. Listen carefully, folks. Here's the secret. The human body is a self-repairing system. Oh, it definitely. repairs itself. And uh, all biological systems are self-repairing. Otherwise, they couldn't exist. So that's the secret. So what do you need to do? You need to give your body all the repair materials that it needs to do the mm-hmm. repairs. And you have to keep the repair machinery functioning. And for that, you need to avoid toxins that can jam the repair machinery. So those are the secrets, and give your body what they need. Well, how do you give your body what they need? Well, don't eat any processed foods, because processed foods are low in nutrition and high in toxins. So remember now, you've got to give yourself a lot of nutrition, and you have to stay away from the toxins. Processed foods... Do you win? Processed foods cause cancer. They cause disease because they lack nutrition and they're high in toxins. So all the things you buy at the supermarket, in the jars and the boxes and the cans and the the frozen entrees, get rid of them because they will make you sick.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think frozen, I'm really into fresh stuff that especially just even fish fresh right out of the ocean in, in good waters, though, obviously.
3: Well, absolutely, um, and that's what we're designed to do. We're, we're designed you know, to, to have plants that, that grow and that they, um, uh, they ripen naturally, and then you harvest them, and, and then you eat them. That's what food is, but we don't <laughs> do that anymore. Most of the foods we eat are processed, and even the ones that are not processed are old. You know, the average age of, of produce in the supermarket is two weeks old. Well, yeah. after yeah. about two days, yeah, half the nutrition has gone after about two days, and, and the average age in the, in the produce section is two weeks. Uh, the average apple is ten months old easy to buy an apple that's two years old that's not an apple it's garbage there's I no nutrition things that
2: are just that you pick yourself off the tree and stuff because i pick Great. my own that's fruit what you're and supposed to like do that.
0: <laughs> yeah that's, that's what, what I'm god doing. designed us to do <laughs>
2: yeah i mean i've got the apple trees and um strawberry patches across the street and mm-hmm. olives and um i well you know, i, I have a lady a lady
3: in California that I'm still in contact with. um, uh, She had terminal melanoma. And Mm -hmm. um, uh, she'd already had melanoma. They did surgery, and they told her she was fine. A couple of years later, the melanoma was back with a vengeance. And uh, so she had terminal melanoma. She bought my book, read the book, cured her cancer, and she's still cancer-free. Very simple to do. But what she's done now, she's turned her whole backyard into a garden. And she grows most wow. of her own food. Yeah, wow. Um, that's amazing. So, yeah, she's eating fresh stuff, freshly harvested.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm.
3: that's what food is. So uh, as much as possible, um, you go to the farmer's market. If you have a farmer's market, go there. Do that. Organic I do that. farmers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. that's, that's and the juice. best thing you can do.
2: And juice I juice a lot too.
3: And juice, yes, 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 juice because you get more nutrition out of the same food when you juice. Uh-huh. So fact, I you've
2: feed been, my can... I feed my cat um, wheatgrass. I buy uh-huh. little things of wheatgrass. <laughs> <laughs> good for I you. put the wheatgrass down on the ground and that's what the cat eats. He eats uh-huh. wheatgrass. So well, that's like his chlorophyll, I guess. Another uh, word.
3: I, I it's gonna be good for the cat, so and good for you. Um, oh yeah so good thing to do i it's uh but that 's food you know that 's food, fresh wheat grass is is food, so uh, eat food, and then you've got to take supplements. Um, the soils are now so depleted that supplements are now a necessity that 's unfortunate, but it 's true, and you cannot live healthy unless you 're taking supplements today, but then you get into the problem of where do you get good supplements, and that's a whole other problem. It's very difficult to get good supplements, most of them are not very good, uh even major brands in fact, most of the major brands are junk um, so that's why I designed my own supplements. I make my own um it's not easy uh it's it's a It's a learning process i had to I spent years learning how to do it. There's really only about oh maybe four dozen people in the whole country know how to put a multivitamin together and actually make it work.
0: Mm-hmm. And, uh, and
3: at this point, I'm, I'm one of them, and I've got one of the highest quality multivitamins in the entire world. Um, and it does miracles, and people take it, and they do miracles. It's It's a wonderful thing. And it does miracles because why? It's biologically active, and the others aren't. <laughs> so that's the secret.
2: Oh, yeah, no, and you were telling me a lot about the supplements and what goes into them too. Um, Let's talk a little bit about that because people do go out and they spend money buying supplements, and um, there are certain things that are in the supplements that are not um, beneficial and don't complement the supplement and um, also take some of the efficacy away of the drug not Absolutely. the drug, the efficacy of the vitamins and the minerals. Right. So you and I talked a little bit about that, and about, about vitamin C and stuff. So why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about that. And again, um, this is Red Velvet Media, Blog Talk Radio. And um, if you would like to call in, the, the, the number is 347 677 And if you um, are in the chat room, please um, thank you for being there. And I see a lot of people that are listening live. I want to thank you so much for being here. If you missed the beginning, it will be on iTunes and on demand afterwards. I'm sorry. I had to let everyone know that. Um, so back to the supplements, I really found it fascinating because after I got off the phone with you, I was just like, wow, I just cannot believe all these ama- all these supplements a lot of my friends and myself and everyone, they go out and they buy, and they spend really good money on things, and then they're really not
3: doing what they're supposed to be doing. Exactly. As you
2: enlighten me about the vitamin C. Let's talk a little bit about that.
3: Well, uh, the vitamin C is a big problem today because the the Chinese have put all the Europeans out of business, and so it's all being made in China, and uh, and the Chinese are not doing it very well. Um, and even the water supply over there is contaminated with heavy metals and um, you know arsenic and cadmium. It's it's a it's a huge problem. Uh, and trying to get good high quality vitamin C now has become uh, a full time job. And and I, I I can't tell you how many hours I've spent on this over the last couple of years. Um, mm-hmm. We used to buy from a supplier in Switzerland who who gave me vitamin C that met my specifications, and my specifications are very demanding <laughs> uh, because I'm, I'm a quality freak. and um, uh, But now they're all out of business, and the, the, the Chinese have taken over, so it's become very difficult to get things. But even worse, um, it's how people put the vitamins together. The The bottom line is that in the vitamin business, the basis of competition is price. And, and that's a bad thing. You know, And a lot of other uh, things, the basis of competition is quality. Uh, people are seeking quality. They want a quality product. In um, vitamins, the basis of competition is price because the customer has no way of assessing the quality. Uh, and I actually wrote a report on this that's available on my website so people want to learn about it. Um, Go to my website, which is beyondhealth.com, two words stuck together, beyond, B-E-Y-O-N-D-Health, H-E-A-L-T-H, dot com, and uh, right on the front page you can can, um, get one of these reports on how to choose supplements. And you can also sign up for a free weekly newsletter, which is a very, very good deal, full of good information. But um, it, there are certain things, you know, unless you're a chemist, um, you, you can't read a vitamin label and, and, and know what's in it. In fact, it is in, it, it's, it's possible to have two vitamin labels of two different brands that read exactly the same, exactly mm-hmm. the same. And one of them will be junk and the other will be good. Uh, and here's why. See, the vitamins are available in different biological forms, different chemical forms, and they're also available in different degrees of purity. And if you buy things that are not pure, there can be impurities in there that really screw up the whole thing. So, uh, but you, as the customer, don't know that. You you don't know what what purity is being purchased by the by the manufacturer. Uh, but if the um, if the vitamin is inexpensive, well you know what it is you 're getting the junk uh, if it 's expensive, well, you might be getting good stuff you might not um, but there are certain things you can look for and and uh, and in fact uh, folks if you 're listening and you have a multivitamin handy, go grab your multivitamin so uh, we can look at the label together and uh, and I can give you some clues as to whether or not you 've got a good product or not. Uh, because there are things that that even the average person can look for on the vitamin label, and it won't tell you everything about the vitamin, but it'll give you a sufficient number of clues to know uh, whether or not you're looking at a high quality formula or a low quality formula. Um, yeah, one the,
2: totally. Yeah,
3: yep. One of the one of the things to look at is the vitamin B12. So if you've grabbed your vitamin bottle. Look at the vitamin B12 and look at the chemical form that it is in. If it's in the form, about 90% of all the B12 on the market is in the form of something called cyanocobalamin. Well, cyanocobalamin is a very poor choice, it's junk. It is a man-made molecule. It is not a natural molecule. The body does not handle it well, uh, so you're not going to get much B12 out of that. If you're getting 10% worth of B12 action out of it, you're lucky. But even worse, the cyano part of that molecule is actually cyanide, and as you metabolize that molecule in your body, you can actually release cyanide that can damage the brain. So, um, you know, cyanocobalamin is not a good choice. It is a poor choice, but it's cheap, and that's why people use it. So if you have that in your formula, you're looking at a cheap formula. Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing to look for is the form, the chemical form uh, that, say, magnesium is in or calcium is in. Uh, So look at the magnesium on the label. Uh, What does it say? Um, if it has magnesium oxide in it, it's a cheap formula because magnesium oxide does not metabolize well, um, and you're going to get maybe 10% of the magnesium. So if it says 100 milligrams of magnesium, you're maybe getting 10 milligrams of magnesium if it's magnesium oxide. So cheap form of, of magnesium, but it doesn't work too good. Um, same thing with calcium. Um, a lot of calcium is in the form of calcium carbonate. Again, cheap form, maybe 10% bioavailable, um, and a lot of it is contaminated with lead and other heavy metals. Um, so these are things you don't want in your pill. <laughs> no,
2: absolutely. Absolutely. I I am really careful about my supplements, and um, as I had you on the phone and was reading to you, I'm now realizing that a lot of my supplements are really not um what I need and aren't really going to do me any any good um and I want to talk about c q ten because that seems to be a really hot thing that people are buying um a lot of right now, and uh um, let's talk about what that is and um about your supplements because I think um you have a very high grade, you use very high grade the best you can get. I know that you told me, um, in your products. Um they are a little bit more than other products out there, but if you think about what you're spending and what you're getting, you're actually um gonna benefit so much more well, we actually
3: have the cheapest vitamins uh-huh. on the market. I shouldn't say cheapest, yep. so I should say least expensive. If you uh-huh. look at what you, the biological activity right, that exactly. you get for what you yep. pay, they mm-hmm. are the least expensive vitamins on the market.
2: And they are. They are, yeah. I mean, for some people, they're going to be a little expensive to look when you look at the price of it first, right when you look at it. But what you're getting, and and how many you're getting, and what the quality of the vitamins that you're getting, it's worth it. And um, as you said, it's the le- it's less expensive than what you would be pay to get what you wouldn't w- to get what you really need.
3: Um, well, uh, look at it this way: if you're taking um, calcium carbonate to get calcium, uh-huh.
1: yeah.
3: um and you're only getting ten percent of what's in there. Yeah, you got to take ten times as much to get the calcium. Exactly,
2: that's That's what I mean. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. This is like a quick. This is this is not going to be like a quick fix for um, things. It takes a little time. How much time do you recommend, Raymond, um, when someone takes a supplement to really see a change in um, their body and 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 feel?
3: Uh, well, the when you of when you take the good stuff the beyond health when you take the beyond health brand uh-huh. in my experience uh, the average time is about 4 to 6 weeks oh wow, However, okay. some people some people in in one day two days i mean it's like a miracle um, mm-hmm. i had a business meeting several months ago with the people from canada and i brought some of my multivitamins to the meeting and, uh, and it was a long weekend meeting, and um, and the president of the company from Canada took the vitamins, and in two days, he was feeling so different, he he was like a miracle. Um, so um, it can happen really quick, but on average, somewhere around four to six weeks, people start saying, "Whoa, you know, I, I've got more energy. Uh, I, my mind is clearer, I, 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 you know, I, I feel better. I'm, you know, um, I'm thinking clearly. I, I, you know, the things are good." So. No, that's um, yeah.
2: that's really that's that's really cool, especially. And you and I spoke, I think you and I both are very similar as far as are, we're very sensitive to certain things and we feel them a lot faster. I probably would feel them really super fast because I know my my metabolism um, and the way that my body works, I feel things really um, a lot faster than most things. And uh, I think you had mentioned to me that you had a very similar situation with that.
3: Uh, absolutely. Your body. See mm-hmm. when you when your body um, when you're sick, it's mm-hmm. because you are deficient in nutrients. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you wouldn't be sick. And when you give yourself highly biologically active nutrients, you're just going to get almost an immediate improvement in how the body yeah. functions. And that's why you can get these really fast fixes in, in, in some people and. Uh, Uh, I had a lady call me um, um, several months ago, and and, um, I'd known her, and she said hello. And and she said, you know, do you still sell those vitamins? And uh, I hadn't talked to her in two years, and I said, yes, we do. And she said, you know, I just figured out that I never felt so good as when I was taking those vitamins, and I'd like to take them again. It took her two years to figure that out. but. <laughs> she finally did.
2: What about the vision um, supplements that are out there for people? What supplement do you have in your line that would be good for people with uh, that have to drive a lot? Because I know that um, certain people, when they are, are on the road and a lot of their road is a lot of the their work is on the road, and they have to have really good vision and stuff like that. What would you? Um, what vitamin would you recommend for that?
3: Well, I don't. Um, uh, there are there are companies I'm sure that would, um, mm-hmm. but they're doing a disservice to people when they do that. Um, there's no magic pill, you know. The the it, what it comes down to is the body is made of these little microscopic units of life called cells, and mm-hmm. we all started life in our mother as one single cell, and now we're all multi-trillion cell organisms. But if every cell in your body is functioning normally, as it should, you cannot be sick. And truly, there's only one disease, and that's a malfunctioning cell. You cannot be sick unless a large number of cells malfunction. And it's the same thing, whether you're talking about uh, breast health or prostate health or eye health or whatever, it's all the same thing because they're all made of cells. So there's no magic, there's no, there's no magic pill, there's no, you know, silver bullet. Yeah. What you need to do is keep the cells in your body functioning normally. And um, and, and
2: healthy. Keep,
3: and yeah. healthy, keep the body in the repair mode so that you're doing daily repairs. Nothing is going to happen to your eyes, nothing is going to happen to anything if you're doing your daily repairs. So the function you know, the the focus not has to be you know, it shouldn't be on, you know, take this vitamin or take this mineral. The focus needs to be on keeping your cells functioning normally, body in the repair mode so that you stay biologically young. When you do that you're not gonna have any problems anywhere.
2: Mhm.
3: And for that, um, you need the grocery list. The cells have a grocery list. Yeah, it's not just one That's thing. what I
2: was going to ask you, because you explained that to me. You said it's not really um, it's not really how the cells look on the outside. It's what's inside the cells that really matter, uh, right? Absolutely.
3: And, okay. and here we have, you know, every, every cell, this microscopic unit of life, uh-huh. is the biggest industrial park probably in the universe and certainly on the planet. There is no industrial park anywhere in the world bigger than a single microscopic cell. Every cell has thousands of factories in it, thousands of factories. It has hundreds of powerhouses uh, that produce the power to to, um, make all these uh, factories work. And these factories do things. They, they produce neurotransmitters to allow you to think, to remember, to, you know, for your brain to function. They produce antibodies to you know, protect you against infection. They, they produce hormones to help you balance your body. Um, so mm-hmm. all these factories are producing things. Well, what do factories need? They need raw materials. And yeah. unless you give all these factories the raw materials they need every day, guess what? They're not going to make the products they're supposed to be making, and if they don't make the hormones, hey, you're going to have a hormonal imbalance. How many people in America have a hormonal imbalance? <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> most of the population. Um, if you don't make enough antibodies, um, your immunity will be down, and then you'll get the flu, or you'll get a cold, or you'll get something else. Um, so yeah, that's true. That yes, is yes, so yes. true. Remember when I told you about the vitamin
2: C thing? You and I talked and you said to me that I I needed a lot of vitamin C um, with my personal stuff that I have going on. And um, I I had said to you that when I took vitamin C, before it seemed like I always got sick after I took it. I always got a cold or something. What's that from?
3: Um, Hard to know. Uh, But you might not have been taking good vitamin C.
2: Uh huh.
3: And yeah. so that's that's potential, uh, and especially if you've been taking it, took it recently, where you know all the stuff coming out of China in the last few years is very very yeah. suspect. Um. What so, about
2: energy? Energy? See that that vitamin C drink? Is that oh, made here, with here. good vitamin C? Uh,
3: not mm-hmm. not good mm-hmm. stuff. No, it comes from China. Oh <laughs> uh, really? Uh, I don't I don't use it. I don't use it, and uh, I wouldn't use it.
2: Wow. Yeah, see, I wasn't really sure where a lot of it came from. Um, I know I was telling you i take spirulina. The spirulina I take is really pure. It comes from Hawaii. Mm -hmm. So um, that's that's a pretty good product. I mean, that's always really helped me. It's like a blood nutrient for me. But um, what would you say to somebody... Oh, oh first of all, you are available for personal one on one consultations with people if they wish to get in touch with you. How would they go about doing that?
3: Uh, well actually I'm I'm not. Um oh, okay. I used to do that, but I, I don't <clears throat> I don't do it anymore. But if people want to call Beyond Health, we have very qualified people who can answer the phone and help them with issues and if mm-hmm. I, if you know if there's a question they can't answer they can ask me but we have qualified people that you can call and, and there's an 800 number i'll give it to you it's 800 250 3063 but um i don't do consultations anymore it just was i game. got uh,
2: lucky then
3: yeah well i just i you you were got a freebie for
2: um i but, got lucky um, i got lucky I got some really good info, guys. When I got off the phone, I was like, I couldn't believe it. I was just like, wow, all the changes that I have to make. But they're all good changes. They're all, they're all good going to make it I so mean, I, that, I, I, yeah.
3: You know, when, when you look at where I was back in 1985, really unable to function. You know, if I tried to tie my shoes, if I bent over to tie my shoes, I'd fall over. I would go to the grocery store. I would buy groceries. I would pay for them, and leave the groceries in the store and go home.
1: Mm -hmm.
3: That's how Mm -hmm. far gone my mind was. Um, I was really gone, and uh, and now I'm just functioning like a twenty year old. I mean, I just (laughs) so people, you can do this, and uh, you don't have to be sick, and you shouldn't be sick. It's not. It's not what you want to be doing. Mm Hmm.
2: I think also. Um what would you what would be the first thing that you would tell somebody to do? I know that there is a test that you were talking about that somebody should do to find out a little bit more about what they need for their for their well, body. Well
3: there's there's a lot of things, but I think first I I had one when I was doing my radio show, I had a man call in one day and he said, "You know, if you're only willing to do one thing, what would you do? So here was a guy who was slightly motivated. He was only going to do mm-hmm. one thing, and he wanted to know what it was. And I thought about it for a moment, and I said, you know, if you're only going to do one thing, get the sugar out of your life. I can't think of anything that will give you more benefit for, for so little effort uh, than getting the sugar out of your life. Sugar is a deadly metabolic poison. It should not be on the market. It should be taken off the market. Of course, it won't be because of the politics. Um, at the very least, sugar should be made a, um, uh, uh, you know, a uh, managed substance like alcohol or tobacco. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we do not allow children to buy tobacco. Uh, we don't allow them to buy alcohol. Well, alcohol and tobacco are really, really safe compared to sugar, and we allow mm-hmm. children to buy sugar. That's a crazy society. So, um, sugar is a deadly poison, um, and um, it's only been in commerce for a couple of hundred years. But uh, we've only been eating a lot of it recently. You know, 100 years ago, the average person ate 10 pounds of sugar per year. Today, the average person eats 160 pounds of sugar per year. Um, I still eat sugar. I eat maybe one pound of sugar per year um so somebody else is eating my hundred and fifty nine pounds.
2: <laughs> oh yeah,
3: um, yeah, so um, I, I
2: totally hear yeah. you on that one yep, yep, yeah. yep. um, you know what? Remember when I told you that I crave um uh orange juice, and you said it's probably that I'm craving sugar
1: mhm
2: yeah that's that was interesting. That was an interesting conversation about that. Because I do, I get in these moods where I feel like when I'm super tired and I'm really run down, there is one place in town that I can go to if I don't have my juicer available and I can go to. And they have the oranges, um, they pick them like every three or four hours and come in and load the machine up and put them in there and it just squeezes them straight out but you're saying oranges aren't as good as they used to be right
3: aren't as good as they used to be um but you know if you're getting fresh squeezed oranges um you're mm-hmm. at least getting the vitamin C from them uh it's it's just as the oranges get older the vitamin C goes but there's another possibility here that you might be metabolically reactive in other words allergic to citrus or oranges and you might be craving them because of your allergy
2: how funny i Mm. didn't think about that
3: because when i drink
2: vitamin when i when i drink orange juice it's like when i whenever i feel like i'm going to get sick i crave orange juice and i drink a lot of it and i feel really good and energized afterwards i feel like um Really, not like, you know, hype or anything, but I just feel like I have more energy and I feel better. Um, well,
3: you feel see, that's, that's, um, that's telling you something. Because um, when you're allergic to something um, uh-huh. and, and you, your body craves it, what really happens is the allergic reaction is so damaging to the body uh, and it produces uh, just chaos um, that it actually causes pain. And, uh, and the body releases, re- releases pain-killing drugs from the brain in order to, uh, so you don't feel the pain. So um, you, you're, you're releasing drugs in the brain. And these drugs make you feel happy. And uh, ah. so you drink your orange juice, and you get the allergic reaction, and, um, and then you release the endorphins, and, uh, and then you feel happy. Uh and you think, Boy, that's wonderful, but then your your body starts to crave the drugs, and uh, so you actually become a drug addict it's uh, these are opioids, and so you really you become addicted to opium, so to speak and uh, And this is what happens to people who crave sugar. Uh, they don't uh-huh. crave sugar they they're they're opium addicts they're craving the opium that's produced in the brain when they have the allergic reaction to the sugar. Wow. Um, yeah, that's that a very I didn't
2: I didn't really didn't really think of it that way. That's mm-hmm. That's very sugar, interesting.
3: Sugar is more addictive than cocaine. they have actually measured this. Sugar is more mm-hmm. addictive than cocaine, and the reason is it produces drugs in the brain when and when you're reacting to it.
2: Like chocolate does, it produces um a certain uh what is it? A certain thing in your brain that that you also produce when you're in when you're feeling in, like you're in love. What do they say about chocolate? Chocolate uh, produces well, yeah. endorphins. It's,
3: there's there's a class of chemicals in the brain and called endorphins, and, uh-huh. um, and these things get but they're opium-like chemicals. Wow. So they're they're really opioids, um,
2: mm-hmm. and
3: uh, and you can feel really good when you're when you're high on your opioids. <laughs> but then yeah, you, no, you, I you, mean you you end up craving the chocolate or craving you know you got to have it. You got uh, all these chocoholics um, are really craving their opium.
2: So here we are. Easter's going to be like in a couple days, and everybody's going to get chocolate. <laughs> 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 what do you think about oh. carob? Do you think carobs a good way to go because I like carob a lot.
3: Yeah, I think it's a reasonable substitute, and and um, absolutely.
2: Mhm. I I mean, and I'm really into yogurt too, but I'm into I'm into yogurt that doesn't have a lot of um, sugars and stuff like that in it. I'm well, the yeah, but where are, are going to
3: where are going to get yogurt. And I did a study here. You know,
2: they have, have natural yogurt. Believe it or not, they make it. Um, really. It's wow. amazing, yeah. It's it's it, and they and it comes in. So you, um, you
3: go to a special place where they, where, where oh, they do yeah. it. Oh yeah,
2: I I do. There are farms and places right nearby that I'll do okay. that at.
3: Um, but in terms of going to the store, you you can't go yeah. to the store and buy yogurt. There's no yogurt available in America.
2: Not really. In France, and, I know and, that they do, but it's just it's really, and even the European market, I'm noticing. Um, is starting to uh, be depleted a lot more. Um, They're Mm -hmm. replacing things. Because, you know, they always say sometimes things are available here. But, I I mean, um, over in uh, um, one country, like I can get certain things in the U.K. that I can't get here because the FDA, of course, obviously, we know how the good old FDA likes to uh, cluster, mess up everything.
3: Um, Well, Well, they're messing up the world. Uh, but yogurt yep. is hard to find. I mean, the queen imports hers from Romania. Now she flies mm-hmm. it in from Romania because she can't get any in the U.K. either. Uh, it's but, hard uh,
2: to get it there. Yeah, it is. You certainly
3: that's funny. can't I get funny. I didn't know
2: she got it in, 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 uh, in the, where is it? Where did you say?
3: Romania. Romania.
2: Romania.
3: Yeah. Wow. So that's where the good bugs are. You see, it's all about the bugs, and that's where the good bugs are. Um, what about Honey let's talk well, about honey.
2: honey
3: real honey hard to get but real honey in moderation on occasion is okay uh, but don't uh, even in the bible it says you know don't don't eat too much honey so <laughs> you know it's a, but uh the yogurt thing i, I did a study of yogurt um, several years back and i uh-huh. could not find a national or regional brand of yogurt anywhere in the united states and um uh, And what a lot of the majors do, the major brands, uh, you know, the whole thing is speed. You want to speed everything up. And uh, so what they do is they bring, have you ever seen a pond, a stagnant pond with with Uh scum on the top of it? Pond scum? Okay. Well, there's a type of bacteria called Pima that makes that pond scum. Well, that's how they make yogurt. Um, They bring the yogurt, they bring the milk in one door uh, they mix it with Pima. The Pima forms pond scum, and then mm-hmm. what they do is they they flavor it, put in sugar and flavor and color it, and and uh, and ship it out the next door. But that's not yogurt. This is pond scum. And, and major brands, of, you know, of yogurt are just pond scum. Uh, they're not yogurt. Um, it's that's hard. interesting. And then, yeah. That's then you very, need to get the right. Thing.
2: I'm looking I'm looking at the name of the company that I get mine um from and it's um it's Saint um, Benoit um B E N O I T and um it's a, it's a natural product from uh up here and uh, they make it in really small batches mm-hmm. and uh they come in um little
3: Oh and gosh, they they're not even organic. in plastic. They come in or,
2: they come in like a like a pottery. It comes like oh, in a in a, oh, in a flan oh, great, great. container.
3: Um and do they use organic milk?
2: Yes, yes, they use yeah. organic milk.
3: Wow. Yeah. Well that's pretty good sounds like pretty good stuff.
2: Yeah, and they have some really good they have some really good flavors. And I'm looking. Um, I'm looking at it now. Um, it says it's organic cream top French style artesian yogurt. So they have uh, strawberry, boysenberry, blueberry. Meyer lemon is my favorite, and plum. Yeah, really good, well, really good stuff. Depends on how much
3: stuff. sugar they put into it to, <laughs> to get that. And I'm
2: looking here to see, and um, what what the ingredients are in in it, and they use uh, honey that they get from their bees right there, and that's what they're using to use for um, the sweetening part of mm-hmm. it is the honey. Yeah, I'm reading that right here now. Yeah, so I was really lucky because I really like yogurt, and um, growing up as a child, I I ate a lot of yogurt when I was younger, and um, it was really hard for me to find you know good, good um yogurt
3: now, well, so, yeah, I tell you, as I said there i I could not find a national or a regional brand of yogurt now you found a little I'll send local this brands. To you
2: I'll send this to you. I'm reading here reading. They even have a, a Q&A area and it says, is there sugar in your yogurt? And they say, we never add sugar to the yogurt. However, there's a natural occurring amount of milk sugar in, in, in the lactose in any dairy product. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I'm then sorry. they say um, that the, it's unsweetened and it's over a layer of fruit, fruit and the fruit adds um, the natural flavor to it and uh, it's pretty cool. So, yeah, cool. I'm yeah, going to actually send this link to you cuz I think you really like it. Um they're um starting to become even more well-known and I actually met the owners a while ago and uh because I was I was totally turned on to this yogurt one day and I was like, "Oh gosh, I've r- I finally found something I like." Um which leads me into another another product that I would like to know your thought on. Probiotics. What do you think
3: about probiotics? Well, probiotics are necessary today. Uh, Everybody should be taking them. However, 85% of the probiotic products on the market uh, are biologically Mm -hmm. useless. Um, The bugs simply aren't going to do anything. So you've got to be really careful. Now, beyond health, uh, I do sell a probiotic. It's a very good one. I take it myself. Uh, but I recommend everybody, see, anybody who's ever taken an antibiotic has got a problem uh, because that screws up your bugs for the rest of your life. And so you need to be on probiotics, and uh, but you need to be on high-quality ones because 85% of them are biologically useless. But, you know, information like this are all in my books. You know, Never feel yeah. old again. Folks, get a copy of Never Feel Old Again because you don't want to get old. You don't want to become disabled. You don't want to lose function. You don't want to get sick. Um, And today, we're measuring 30-year-olds with the biological markers of 85-year-olds.
2: Really?
3: Yeah. Wow. We we just measured a couple of years ago, we measured a group of 10-year-olds with the biological markers of 45. So if you're 45 years old when you're 10, what are you going to be when you're 50? And this is the first generation of American children that's not going to live longer than their parents. So. Never feel old again is important for every American, no matter what age you are. You need to arrest the aging process. You need to reverse the aging process because getting old is a mistake.
2: Mm-hmm. And you can get that on Amazon, and you can also get that on Beyond Health. And mm-hmm. uh, you also have stores. never be sick again um, and never fear cancer again. Did you have to do a lot of research um, when you were doing the cancer book what um, went into that Cute.
3: Well, I, I, I work seven days a week I'm, I'm, I'm always doing research I never stop it's, it's my passion uh, but never fear cancer again tells you how to prevent cancer and it tells you how to cure cancer Uh, And right now, almost half of all Americans will get cancer in their lifetime. That's how bad this epidemic has become. Almost half of all Americans will get cancer in their lifetime, and you don't have to. Um, we can prevent it, we can reverse it, uh, but read Never Fear Cancer Again, learn how to do it. And there are people all over the world that are buying that book, Stage 4 Cancer. I run into them all the time. I just ran into a man the other day who uh, who was, uh, I was lecturing, and he said, God bless you, God bless you, thank you, thank you. I had terminal cancer. I read your book, I'm cancer-free. Um, and it happens all the time. So easy to cure, um, but you have to know how to do it.
2: Wow, that's that's really intense. I I think that that's really important too to a lot of people because there are some people out there that may um, be able to be, you know, um, educated a little more on what really is going on and what well, the do. Well, standard cancer
3: treatments don't work. Chemotherapy mm-hmm. does not work. Everybody knows chemotherapy doesn't work, and they're still doing it.
2: Wow, I. Why are they still doing it if it doesn't work? What, what's the deal very on that? Very
3: profitable. Mm-hmm. Very, very profitable. The average oncologist earns a third of their income off of chemotherapy. Some of them earn more than half their income off of chemotherapy. Well, that's... And I'll tell you a story. Um, I, I don't know if we have time. Uh, oh, but we, have time. Pa- we have time.
2: We have time. When I, I was, I when I was a little writing bit, my yeah. book
3: on, mm-hmm. on cancer... Uh, I had a friend of mine who, who heads up um, uh, an international cancer organization that goes around the world looking at what people do. So he's very, very, very knowledgeable. And he called me right after this phone conversation that he had, and it turns out his phone rang. The secretary came in. She said, Dr. So-and-so's on the phone. Well, he knew who this doctor was. It's one of the top oncologists in the entire world. Thought to himself, oh, boy, I must have said something wrong, and uh, and they're mad at me, and, and that's why they're calling. Mm-hmm. So he got on the phone, and they exchanged pleasantries, and he said, well, doctor, to what do I owe the honor of your call? And the doctor said, I have cancer. Oh, wow. And he said, why are you calling me? And the doctor said, because I know what we do doesn't
0: work. hmm
3: now, that should be on six-foot letters uh, and billboards all over America because I know mm-hmm. what we do doesn't work. And they get into a conversation, and my friend said, well, surely, doctor, you must know that chemotherapy doesn't work. And the doctor said, well, of course I know chemotherapy doesn't work. Everybody knows chemotherapy doesn't work. Um, and my friend said, well, then why do you use it? And he had a two-part mm-hmm. answer. And the first part was to give people hope. I mean, you give you know, you almost kill them to give them hope.
0: And wow. the second
3: part was to keep them away from quacks. Where my friend mm-hmm. said, Well, you know, sometimes it's hard to know who the quack is um but uh, that's the state of the art um and it's uh, and people don 't know this; they simply don't know it and they go out and they do these crazy treatments and and um, and they die from them i mean the the single you know more, more people are dying from their cancer treatments today than are dying from cancer
2: oh wow that's yeah. that's horrible
3: it is horrible
2: that's, that's just really horrible.
3: Yeah, I had um, so, a, a dear friend of mine, um, I didn't even know he was sick, who died from his treatments. They uh, they gave him chemotherapy. The chemotherapy um, really does a number on your immune system. Zonked his immune uh-huh. system, he got pneumonia, and he died from pneumonia. So on yeah. his death certificate, the death certificate says pneumonia. It doesn't say cancer. Nor does mm-hmm. it say the chemotherapy that destroyed his immune system so he got the pneumonia. You see? So they're saying, well, the guy didn't die from cancer so we cured him. <laughs> wow. He's not a cancer statistic.
2: He's mm-hmm. a pneumonia
3: statistic. This happens all the time.
2: See that that's that's pretty scary stuff. You know, especially when you're sick and you don't know what's wrong with you and you don't feel good, what would you recommend someone do? Go to what type of doctors are... Um... I would
3: recommend, first and foremost, they buy one of my books and learn because mm-hmm. uh, the books are so fundamental. They make health so simple that you're in command. You That's know more awesome. than the doctor. Read one of those books. You will know more than the doctor knows.
2: Yeah, and I have both of those links in the chat room and um also you can get these books on amazon as well and i'm looking i'm looking at the newest one aging is a mistake and it's really a great book um there's a lot of really good stuff in here but i think the never be sick again book would be a really good health is a choice learn how to choose it that's great and uh um, all your other books are amazing. I really want to have you back um Raymond um back on the show because I think there's so much more that we could touch on um and and discuss because I think there's, there's no questions really important things out there that a lot of people really need to understand and uh I wanted to take one really quick break here for a second, and um I have to um play a promo here real quick for one second if you don't mind sure hold on one moment
0: are you ready for a wake-up call sunday thought after a gifted spiritual thinker
2: so many people have told
1: me i had to meet you adi ashanti is here his message is simple
0: the keys to your happiness are no longer in somebody else's pocket
1: grace has the power to transform lives plus letting go of what holds you back in just five minutes
2: that was good
1: the award-winning super soul sunday
2: sunday 11 a.m 10 central only here
0: What's spirituality versus religion? Oh, I think spirituality, it's right there in the name. Spirituality is the direct investigation of spirit. Spirit is something that doesn't, in and of itself, have to have a story around it. It doesn't have to have a founder around it. It's there with or without religion. Religion is, given its vitality and its significance and its beauty, by spirit but spirit is something that's in everything and everybody and to me religion's number one purpose for existing is to help connect people to the radiance of spirit
2: you know I wanted to say that um, that's, uh, for this Super Soul Sunday on the OWN Network with Oprah Winfrey we're happy to be working with them and Promoting Super Soul Sunday. You know spirituality. You and I spoke about that. Remember, I said um, you said something very interesting to me, and I can't remember how you how you put that into word about how how spirituality and feeling good and taking care of yourself goes hand in hand. You can't have one without the other.
3: You can't have one without the other, and I'll tell you why. Because mm-hmm. we are physical beings, you know, there's mm-hmm. a reason for everything. There's a scientific explanation for everything. Um, we are you know, spiritual beings, and, uh, but on, on the material level, we are transceivers. Um, and what I mean by transceiver is that we can receive and transmit electronic information. Mm-hmm. So your body is a transceiver, and to connect to spirit, um, that's how you connect. You connect through your body's transceiver. And um, and if you damage your transceiver, then you will not be able to connect to spirit as well. So keeping your body in good health is very important. In fact, um, I read an ancient Buddhist text that dates back thousands of years, Uh, And the Buddhist text said, health is a duty. And I remember when I read that, I thought to myself, boy, you know, why are they saying health is a duty? What does that mean? I thought, well, Mm -hmm. you know, it's a duty to yourself because you feel better. It's a duty to your family because you you need to take care of your family. Uh, It's a duty to your community because you need to be a contributing member of your community. But then I finally realized it's a duty to god because if you are not healthy your transceiver will not work well and you will lose your connection to
0: spirit
2: totally get that yep i totally understand that and i really got that when you said that to me and it really made a lot of sense
3: and i yeah, think a lot of
2: people really need to realize it's like um
3: and, and why is there so much evil you know sometimes people mm-hmm. ask well if there's a god you know, why is there so much evil in the world? Mm-hmm. Because people mm-hmm. have lost the connection to spirit. And then we yeah, see all have. these these yeah. murders that are taking place. You know, children uh, going to school and, and shooting their classmates and shooting their teachers. And then we, we blame the guns. No, 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 no um uh, 90% of these kids um are on prescription drugs the prescription drugs have scrambled their chemistry they've lost their connection to spirit
2: that's so interesting and you know i had heard something a while ago and i really don't know how how true this is but me I, i'm sure you would know you were talking about um we um you know about the evil in the world and stuff I had heard that when people eat pork or chicken or a lot, a lot of different meats and stuff like that, that before the animals are actually um, slaughtered, they re- mm. re- they release a hormone into their body that
3: stress chemicals. Yes.
2: Yeah, that people then then we're eating it, mm-hmm. and uh, someone said that. Um I remember one time I was in uh Chinatown, I think it was, and they weren't eating meat, but somebody else was, and the person became very irritated, and they said that's because you're eating so much meat you're becoming so angry um mm-hmm. because of what was released in that meat you're eating mm-hmm. is that true they do yes, there's release?
3: validity there is validity to that absolutely really, wow,
2: yeah. so how hard is that I mean I mean um what would you recommend people um eat then i i know well, it's really hard to go vegetables, raw and vegan um you
3: know um uh, you know t- uh, americans eat far too much animal protein and it makes us uh-huh. sick uh, you know we know uh-huh. that excessive animal protein will make you sick so any amount of animal protein that you eat in a day that mm-hmm. is beyond what your body will use for its daily repairs um is going to make you sick and what that amounts to is like um, a piece of chicken or a piece of fish about the size of the palm of your hand um, or one egg and that's your limit for animal protein for the day and if mm-hmm. you're doing more than that um, you're doing harm and um, and we we know that now i mean in fact there's a brand new study uh, just out um, on uh, animal protein causing uh, type 2 diabetes so um, excess animal protein causes all kinds of disease, and um, and Americans eat huge amounts of it. You know, we're, we're way way into excess animal protein.
2: Wow, that see, that's the thing because I don't think a lot of people really understand that. Are we're only supposed to eat so many ounces of certain things a day? And I know people that will sit down and they'll eat a hamburger for lunch, and then maybe they'll have a steak for dinner. And um, they've and had, they had egg maybe for breakfast. eggs for breakfast or bacon and eggs or eggs and sausage. Um, you're only supposed to eat, what is it, five ounces or two ounces a day of meat? Is that what it was?
3: Well, it I comes can't... down to, um, as a practical matter, mm-hmm. uh, something about the size of the palm of your hand, uh, uh-huh. you know, without weighing things, or one egg. Um, and uh, one egg is is your limit for animal protein for the day Um, Mm -hmm. or something about the size of the palm of your hand is the limit for animal protein for the day and I eat animal protein but I don't eat it every day Um, Mm -hmm. and when I do eat it I eat limited amounts but um I'm one of those people who thinks that some animal protein is is very beneficial and I I think the the science um backs me up on that. Um, and um, but which ones are more beneficial
2: to you? You think which which animal proteins well, are more
3: beneficial? I, I uh, fish, of course, traditionally was was excellent animal protein, mm-hmm. but fish now has become so dangerous that you can't. Uh, I eat fish. I used to eat fish a couple of times a week. Uh, now mm-hmm. I eat fish, you know, once a month uh,
1: mm-hmm. because
3: it's just become too dangerous. It's it's so loaded with mercury and loaded with other toxic chemicals. Oh, yeah. It become far oh, too yeah. dangerous to eat.
2: Mhm, so what other proteins do you, are you saying would be good and beneficial for us
3: well i um uh, you know there's protein in all the vegetables i mean um uh, on a calorie for calorie basis, spinach has more protein than than steak
2: I heard it has a lot of iron too
3: well, it has iron too uh, mm-hmm. a lot of things, but if you're going to com- compare how many, how much protein is in a calorie of steak versus a calorie of, uh, uh, you know, the 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 just more more in the spinach.
2: That's so, crazy. That's great. That's really yeah, great. Yeah. So That's, beans, I eat a lot lentils.
3: Spinach and I, I I I love, I love lentil soup. Uh, I eat a lot oh, of lentil soup. Oh, lentil soup's
2: good too. Yeah. yeah. With, with
3: vegetables, oh, it's great.
2: Mm-hmm. What do you think about arugula? Do you know anything about arugula? Yeah, it's good. It's a, it, I think it's a really it's a, it, you know to switch up on different types of lettuces and stuff. It's really good. Mm-hmm. And you know, I always tell everyone, make sure please even though you have your are picking your own vegetables and there's nothing better than sitting at a table and cooking and saying, "Oh, I need a few tomatoes." And you know, that's what it was like last year um during tomato season heirloom tomatoes especially. I'd say, could you go get me a couple of tomatoes out of the garden? You know, there's nothing greater than having your own stuff that you've grown, that you know what's on it. But you always want to wash it because there's so much stuff in the air that falls down on it through the rain, through the wind. Mm-hmm. Um, and always wash it um, really vigorously. Don't be afraid you're going to break it. Just use something right. really uh-huh. scrub it off. Uh-huh. And uh, you're going to be surprised at all the sand and dirt and stuff and everything that falls into the bottom of the sink. It's amazing. I actually soak um, my carrots and stuff like that when I bring them in, and and it's unbelievable how much dirt is left in the dirt is in the in the sink afterwards. But you know, like I said, Raymond, I really want to have you back because I could talk to you forever, and there's so many things here that I know that we could talk about and i think it's really
3: People important need to know these things yeah right? they don't they don't know them and, and as a result they're getting sick and they're staying sick um mm-hmm. and their doctors are not helping them and uh, uh you don't want to be sick you don't have to be sick that's the whole that's the bottom line you can teach anybody how to be healthy mm-hmm. uh, now it takes a little bit of effort and and you got to get the sugar out of your life for example But um, you can do it. And and, uh, people say, well, don't you miss sugar? Well, let me tell you something. I feel so good that I wouldn't trade that for all the sugar in the world or anything else. Um, I hear you
2: on that one.
3: Nothing tastes as Mm -hmm. good as feeling healthy is. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: Oh, it uh, is. I'd rather feel healthy.
2: Yep. And, you know, it's really funny. I found myself a couple of years back, I was, I'd was I'd I be in the kitchen, I'd be making um, cooking, and I would use brown sugar on my carrots, right? <laughs> I know, that's horrible. But what I would do is I would take, I'd be sitting there, and like you said, it's like a drug. I would take my spoon and I would just go into the brown sugar bag and just eat spoonfuls of brown sugar because it tasted so good. So there you go, you know, it's like... A, I guess your body kind of sort of craves certain things at times and then you get well we all that become addicted of most
3: of us most of us are addicted to sugar and and it started mm-hmm. out as we were young children they even used mm-hmm. to put lots of sugar in, in the baby food, so you you'd get hooked oh, on sugar did, be, before yeah. you were old enough to say da da.
2: You know? <laughs> oh, I I mean when I when I was raising my daughter, I did it. I did the old Italian trick with the warm water, a little a sugar, a little bit of sugar and a bay leaf in the bottle, and um, that would stop colic a lot of times. The mm-hmm. basil in the water and a tiny bit of sugar, but yeah, I see what you're saying about the sugar. Absolutely. I I made my own baby food after um, I started seeing a lot of things that were in it. What I would do is basically take whatever I was eating and I would puree it in my my blender
1: mm-hmm.
2: and I would give my daughter whatever I was eating at the time and, um, and she to this day now um, is really funny. She'll eat a lot of fruit which is what I eat, a lot of fruit and she'll eat a lot of salads. We eat a lot of salads i i love salads yeah. i'm probably the queen of salads i could make salads Any i could make a salad out of anything it's so funny <laughs>
1: Good I,
2: really seriously it's funny you know you you give me a, a refrigerator that has a couple things in it you've got you've got lettuce i can um maybe get some pine nuts and maybe you know um some really cool stuff and throw it in there Maybe some garganzola or something. I don't know. It's just like I can always make it really good. And everyone says, you want salad, you go. Eat, have holly make salad for you. But um, I want to thank you so much for spending um, Friday, and especially um, as we kind of start off the weekend here with uh, um, people celebrating. I want to make sure everybody knows not to drink and drive. Please don't drink and drive. And um, try to have a wonderful weekend. And whatever you're doing today, um, just take the time out for yourself. Write down some things that you're grateful for and give that up to the universe. And make sure you check out these books. These these books, I think, um, what a better way to start off a weekend getting a really good book. Um, You can go, you can get the Never Feel Old Again, you can get um, Never Be Sick Again, and they're all available on the RaymondFrancisAuthor.com and also available on Amazon.com and BeyondHealth.com, Beyond Health, it's on Beyond Health as well. So... I want to thank you so much um, for being here today, and I want to have you back. Definitely want to have you back. Well, it's
3: been a great pleasure, Holly, and happy to come back anytime.
2: Yeah, and I want to wish everyone a happy Easter. And I don't know what to say now because we've talked about how bad chocolate and sugar is. (laughs)
3: <laughs> well like, okay. it's a special occasion i mean you know i eat i eat about a pound of sugar a year because yeah. on special occasions i'll do it you know be, you know you have thanksgiving dinner and by gosh i'm going to have a piece of that apple pie or that pumpkin pie after thanksgiving dinner i mean you know it's just it's it's part of the tradition and uh so you eat some sugar but you don't fall over dead um you know, I eat a, a pound of sugar or less per year. Now uh, the average person eats 160 pounds. 160 wow. pounds will kill you. <coughs> the one pound won't.
2: That's crazy. I didn't know that.
3: Yeah, that's crazy. It is crazy.
2: Wow. Well, get your sugar in this um, t- this weekend, guys, and. Uh, Make sure to uh, think about what you're eating every time you open up your mouth and put something in there, and also as well as getting um, your supplements right. And take a look at what is on this website because the website has some really amazing supplements and it's beyondhealth.com. And uh, I want to thank everyone for listening today. And, again, if you did miss the beginning of the show, the show will be available on iTunes and on Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio on demand afterwards. Thank you so much for being here, Raymond, and um, have a beautiful weekend, whatever you're going to be doing this weekend.
3: Or well, you too. I know you're
2: not going to be eating sugar, or maybe you'll no. sneak in a chocolate <laughs> egg, right? Or something, okay. right? Okay, a chocolate have a good egg. one. Thank you, guys. All right, bye-bye. Oh, wait. Oh, I want to say next week, I forgot. Friday, Richie Ramone. Um, Make sure everybody um, tunes in. We're going to have a really cool show. And um, uh, there's some other really exciting shows coming up. So I will catch everyone next week. And, um, again, have a beautiful weekend.
3: been listening to Red Velvet Media with Holly Steffi. Thanks for listening
0: and tune in again next time.